going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Pop Culture Corner. My name is Ty. I'm your host. We'll be here tonight discussing uh, some implications that came out from San Diego Comic-Con. Still reeling from such an insane, insane um, just set of events. Uh, the things that were announced, uh, the things that are talked about that even that still haven't even seen the light of day, um, it's just absolutely tremendous i'm here today or tonight with um with uh, rj the marvel maniac what's going on rj hey what's up Ty? what a day man it's been like a crazy weekend i feel Literally, like saturday especially was just like huge day it was like nerd super bowl man nerd super bowl was. that's such a good way to put it a nerd super bowl because i think that's the only thing that characteristics characterizes like the feelings that i was having over the weekend, just like mm. when some of the news was coming out, um, even being at a con, uh, myself, like with, with saggy, um, by the way, she maybe take a picture of Denny's for you. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. She made me, she made me take that picture, but all in through and through, like just the, the weekend itself was electrifying and I knew it was going to be, I said it was going to be, you know, a crazy, crazy weekend. And it, and it turned to be out, uh, turned out to be exactly that. I mean, the implications alone, alone for Marvel, are are just insane. I oh mean, yeah, no, it was it was a big weekend for sure. So let's start with the Disney Plus stuff. So the Disney Plus stuff, more like Daredevil. Um, you know, what what are your expectations for that show? You know, is it going to be a variant Daredevil? Is it going to be the Matt Murdock that we know and love? Is it going to be just a basically a reboot or is it, is it like a continuation? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the question of the day, right? I mean, again, this was a huge, huge surprise. I think honestly, like in terms of like engagement on social media, that was like the standout announcement. Um, I'm really excited. I think the fact that it's going to be 18 episodes is insane. What? Like, that... like that, that in itself is crazy to me because that, but, but it also scares me because, you know, the more episodes, that means the more money per budget that you need. And sometimes when you do long seasons like that, some things do get sacrificed. We see this in Superman and Lois. We see this in CW shows. Um, and we've seen it in other TV programs. Mm. But yeah, if they no, can do no, that correctly. Yeah, I mean, it could be concerning for sure. But, I mean, listen, a lot of people have been complaining about the six-episode lengths for these. Shows, so I think expanding that out a little bit is never necessarily a bad thing, you know? Right. Right. Well, 13, I feel like would have been more appropriate because I don't know if you remember, but 13 was like the daredevil magic number. Right. Yeah. For, for Netflix. So maybe sticking with what worked would have been a good idea or maybe even dropping it to 10 episodes. Cause I mean, even new characters aren't getting that much, much attention. So it's almost like two seasons in one. Mm -hmm. And, and Vincent Donforio is going to be back as, as Kingpin, um, uh, do you think we'll see Echo? Probably. Probably, yeah. I would imagine we would. I'd be shocked if she didn't at least somewhat appear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, um, I mean, then we start to think like, you know, from Daredevil, we expand outward, right? Now we're talking, um, you know, the full defenders. What's going to happen there? Because, mm -hmm. 
the you know Finn Jones. I thought uh, Finn Jones didn't get a fair shake of things. So being able to see, or, or at least being able to showcase what he could be like as uh, Iron Fist would be really cool. Uh, there are rumors that Jessica Jones will show up in She-Hulk. Not sure how, you know, um, uh, true that is. But I mean, what are your take? What's your take on that? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think overall, when it comes to their strategy this year, especially, they let us know, like, hey, we understand, like, you have some concerns, you understand you guys want a clear roadmap, and you want a clear direction. Well, here it is, right? I mean, like, they really, I think, responded to that very well. And I think that they ultimately won Comic-Con, but I think also, like, they kind of unexpectedly kind of did, like, overkill, in a good way, though, because, like, literally nobody's expecting this much. People have their expectations high, but not this high, right? Right. Like a smorgasbord right. of information and just insane, insane reveals, too. I mean, it was just, like, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I think that at the end of the day, like, they said that they had a specific goal in mind. And they accomplished that in space because, again, they delivered, they surpassed expectations. But they also delivered on what was necessary to make sure that their event was as, like, awesome as possible prestigious yeah it was literally prestigious like that that will go down as one of the better panels that they've ever had just like with the sheer number of 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 things that were announced and the sheer excitement that was you know encapsulated by i'm sure the people that were there right because i mean you don't just sit through that and, and 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 not not be you know over the moon excited. Right. Right. So, I mean, secret, uh, secret invasion. Um, it, so did they, like, was there any footage that, that was shown? Yes. He did show some footage exclusively for those in attendance. Yes. Okay. So do you, uh, could we see that leak out online at any time? Maybe. Uh, it's not impossible. I mean, Marvel security is pretty tight usually, but a couple things already did leak. So it's not impossible. Right. So, um, a secret invasion is another show that I'm in, you know, I, I think is, I think it's going to be crucial. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to do, um, because there's a lot, a lot there. There's a lot at stake with that show, because if you do it poorly, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's not a good look because secret invasion is, is a really cool storyline and it sees multiple, multiple of our heroes, you know, basically being impersonated. Uh, by these scrolls. So, like, you know, what characters is Marvel willing to sacrifice in that capacity? Um, well, you know, do you have any ideas? Who would you who would you make a scroll? I guess. I mean, that's that's a great question, but I think ultimately, what I think this show is going to be is not going to be at all what people expect. I think it's going to be a lot smaller in scope than the original comic was because original comic oh, yeah, situation yeah, yeah. was like multiple, like was like tons of characters right and it was like epic in scope i think this is going to be very much more a more so personal story about nick fury and more so about like the infiltration of the government versus the infiltration of like heroes so i think when we talk about who could potentially be a scroll way to look at that aspect too i think a couple heroes could definitely be scrolls but i don't think it's going to be like as like crazy as some might think that makes sense. you know maria hill maybe I, they, they, maybe not even heroes. Maybe it's more like, maybe it's more like, you know, there are certain organizations that have scrolls embedded in them. Yeah, maybe something like that too. Yeah, I could see that for sure. 
for sure. Right. Because if you were a scroll, you'd want to, you know, kind of, if, well, if you, because that's what people forget. People are like, well, the scrolls are good guys. No, there is a faction of scrolls that are on our side. Those are the ones that we see, we have seen show up to date. There are bad scrolls. We know this. Um, it, you know, we know this. There's, and, and, and those are the ones that are going to be, you know, with the, the, the ill intent, um, you know, the, the, the secret invasion, if you will. Um, but uh, a, big, a big thing here is that, uh, I mean, the Thunderbolts, which has been rumored for a while, uh, the Thunderbolts. Although I found out last night, RJ, mm. I, I didn't know for some reason. I think I obviously I think I knew, but I think it I just didn't dawn on me the right way. Dude, William Hurt is not alive. Yeah, yeah. What do you? How are they going to make that up? Uh, I think that they have an opportunity where they can name the team after Thunderbolt Ross uh, to kind of honor him. The government would maybe name it after him. I think that you have uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's Val character, so yeah, I think that would yeah. probably be your answer yep. for that. That's perfect. Yep that that's probably why she was brought in, and I was I wasn't even thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, man, it dawned on me. Someone said it yesterday. I'm like, wait, wait, what? What are you talking about? And they they're like, yeah, William Hurt's dead, man. I was like, <gasps> yeah, sadly he passed away, and that is going to be really sad because I feel like we're not going to be able to see Red Hulk. Yeah, would have been really cool. I mean, they still could, right? They would just they like, could do say, a they yeah. could do a they could do a, a C, like a CGI rendition, and it would it would never he would never turn back into Thaddeus Ross. That yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a possibility. Would they want to do that though? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Abom- Abomination could be a, a good uh, a good bet as well. But Abomination has its yeah, own storyline. I, I yeah, I think they're gonna announce the team lineup of the Thunderbolts probably at D twenty three. So because remember they still got D twenty three, and that's gonna be huge too because they got a lot of stuff to announce for there too. So yeah, and that's I mean they're gonna lean into the to the Star Wars stuff there as well, uh, assumingly. Yes, Star Wars will have a presence there. Yes, yes. Because I mean they didn't have a presence tonight. I mean yesterday, right? No, it was just Marvel, but that's typical. Uh, Star yeah. Wars, I don't think, really goes to Comic Con. So yeah. Oh, they don't. No, because they have their own event, Star Wars Celebration, their own convention, yeah, yeah. plus D twenty three. Oh, okay. I see. I'm a general audience member for Star Wars, so I I thought I I always thought they did Comic Con. Hey, Raya. Hey, what's up, Raya? Michael. Um, who you guys, who do we, who you guys got cast for Fantastic Four? Well, here's one thing. I do, I don't think that John Krasinski is going to end up be, being cast. Nope, I don't think so either. Yeah, because... I, I thought he was at one point, but now I'm like, nah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, I not- think it was, I think that the reaction, I think they were trying to gauge the reaction, and I think the, the reaction was overwhelmingly positive, but... But that also gives the actor leverage, uh, and John Krasinski doesn't come cheap. So I think they might want to start off with someone a little bit uh, more unknown and then use the multiverse card to get out of jail free. Yeah, I mean, that that's a possibility. I could also see, too, maybe it could be a situation where maybe they're also thinking to themselves, hey... Like, this was just meant to be a one-time appearance. Let's not, right, like, right. overkill. Like, this was meant to just be a one-time thing for the fans. Let's actually cast the actor we really, really think would be better fit, though. 
for the long term. Because whoever's going to be Reed Richards, I mean, that's a major character that's going to be around for a very long time. So you got to make he sure you longest. have somebody who's willing to be around for a while. Right, and John may not be. You know, well, and might, I, yeah, and he's he, a director. He's, he's a, busy a director. Man. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So he he he's got so much on his plate and so much aspiration that it's hard to keep him locked down for a, a long term contract. And Marvel is notorious for wrapping people up for many years, not just one, two, three. Robert Downey Jr. could do whatever the fuck he wanted, but that's usually not how it went. Mm-hmm. Like those original cast members. They they were the ones who could really do what they want, right? They they at, at, to after a certain point, you know, they were they were doing one deal pictures because we really didn't know wh- if what their futures were going to entail. Um, I right. think they're I think Marvel's getting smarter about their contracting and doing shorter uh, shorter terms, but they still like to guarantee that they have these actors and they're willing to be on set. You know, you know for for. Multiple, multiple things. Oh, no, no, 100%, 100%. But also, I think they're trying to be a little more relaxed on the contracts just a little bit. That way, that they can entice more actors to want to join. Because even somebody like Oscar Isaac, for example, like his contract is not the same as as the typical Marvel contract. It's a little more flexible. So he he could really come back whenever he wants. It's not like he's like mandated to do this, this, and this. He can really come in whenever he wants. Right, Um, right. Because they really have no set plan for when he's going to come back, actually. So that's just kind of the way it rolls right now. But, I mean, again, you got an actor of that caliber. You can't really complain too much because, again, they they got a great actor. So Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And, and I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, have no, I have no chorus of that. But, and then, and money, money does talk. Um Money, money is going to be at the end everything, and and the bigger the studio gets, the harder it is, you know, to to stay low key, right? You know, to to because now, I mean, when when people talk to actors, you know, they they I I I notice a question that a lot of them get asked now is like, would you ever be in a Marvel movie? Oh, what character would you want to play? Right? Those are people people associate the brand with success and you know with that becomes big paydays um so you know marvel's marvel's marvel now um and i think that's one of the separations of of the the brands too that i like because marvel you know they they churn out movies um and yeah but you know they're slapstick you know sometimes they're slapstick funny you know action adventure movies um but i like it and i've always loved it uh, and then, but then I have DC that's darker and grittier and, and push, you know, doesn't pull their punches as much. Um, mm. and, and that's what I like about the yin and yang to it. And, 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 you know, I'm just sad that one feels like they have to be like the other. Yeah. I mean, that, that can definitely be a problem. Um, I think overall though, like, you know, it's funny because so many studios, so many other brands have tried copying their success and, like, none of them have actually, like, managed to do it right, you know? So it's kind of interesting looking at that, too, where it's like, what are they doing that they that everyone else just can't seem to get, right? It's more like, right. wow. I mean, we are very lucky, let's be fair. This is not, this is very abnormal. It's an abnormal the amount chances, of success. The chances that the MCU worked were slim to none. And... You know, it it really 
It took a miracle. Robert Downey Jr. was not the the bona fide uh, good guy that we all know him to be these days, right? Like he was a gamble. He was a gamble in itself, and they took yeah. that gamble, and it paid off triple fold, you know, tenfold. So you know, if that if 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 Iron Man doesn't work, this whole thing doesn't work. Yeah, no, I mean you're not wrong. That's um, that's, that's really a that's kind of the thing where people are all like, oh, it's just like, oh, it's just like what they did is not easy, right? No, I feel like we kind of, we no. very much take it and, for granted. And, and, and RJ, tell me in how many of Phase One's movies were resounding successes? Wow. Um... Because uh, not all least, of them. No, not all of them. I want to say maybe like three, 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 three. So you have. I would say, I would say you have Iron Man one and two. Maybe not even number two. Maybe let's just say Iron Man, right? You mm-hmm. have um, Avengers, and what would the the other one be? Thor, maybe. Uh, I mean, I think Captain America and Thor were like modest successes. They weren't like huge hits, but they were pretty. They did pretty well. They did okay. They did, yeah, but they weren't resounding, resounding over the top. You know, um, they, right, they, they, right, they wouldn't. Right. They wouldn't signify the the the. They would not be able to foreshadow the how big this became just by looking at those because right. you would you would think okay they did something pretty cool here but. You know, so far it's it's been okay, right? It's been it's been good, um, but it really phase two really solidified the MCU um, as a juggernaut because not only were they able to keep their continuity, but they were able to keep the audiences invested in guessing because the lure of the big bad Thanos, right? Right after Avengers ended, right. People lost their fucking minds. Um, and then the other people in the audience who didn't know who Thanos was, was, they were like, why did those people react that way? They went home and looked it up. And they mm-hmm. found out, oh, that's who this guy is. And then, you know, that's where really this whole thing kicked off was, you know, that 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 Thanos reveal at the end of Avengers. And, the, and obviously the iconic, I'm here to assemble the Avengers, right? The Avengers Initiative. Yeah, I mean that was like the immediate promise of oh, okay, they're actually trying to do something here, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, that was, and then you know the moment uh, in Avengers when they circle up. I mean, it is many, many franchises have tried to recreate that moment because it was so iconic. Justice League tried to do it, you know, at the end when they. Uh, or, or not really at the end, but when they're in battle and they're, you know, that it's it's slow motions when they're all running, uh, and then the Batmobile's going, and then they also try to do it at the end when in the Snyder Cut they're all overlooking the 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 silo, and it it doesn't even come close to that moment in Avengers because. Yeah, I mean, it's still a great moment, though. Oh, oh, I mean, don't yeah, don't get me wrong. It's great. Superman pulling him up out of the darkness. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like like I said, awesome. But it for wow factor, 
that Avengers moment will never be able to be topped because it was the first time on screen anyone had seen a team assembled of such a caliber. Right. And and the money, right? The money. The Avengers f- blew the, their expectations away. So, um, and, and it was like unlike anything they've ever seen before. So that leads us to this whole Infinity Saga. The Infinity Saga wraps up. I related it last night to be like, it's like it's on, you're being on ecstasy, right? You mm. get you get to such a high. Well, it's like, yeah, you're on such a high. It's like, now it's like, oh, okay, I'm off the high just a little bit, right? It's just like, right. oh, God. And then like the over a little bit. Yeah, and then phase four rolls around, and we're kind of not sure where we're headed. Uh, the deep fans, like, you know, RJ and myself, we kind of knew that we were headed towards either something to do with, you know, the Kang, uh, multiple Kang iterations, and Secret Wars. They were both, you know, planting seeds for these conflicts. So yeah. the, the fact that, you know, that we're looking at these two logos solidified that that thought that 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 notion that that we were headed towards this but uh seeing it is is remarkable you know the fact that they even told us that they're doing avengers movies was a surprise because Mm. i had theorized that they were not that that an avengers movie announcement wasn't even being considered yet because of the fact that they were trying to do a lot with Disney Plus, solo projects, and getting, uh, you know, the post-Infinity Saga off the ground, which is now being dubbed what? The Multiverse Saga, yeah. Right. So um, I did not think that they were going to announce these two films. But, uh, I mean, what does this mean to you, uh, RJ? Uh, like I said, I think that they real they they realize that even though I think that Phase Four has been perfectly fine, I do think it's been a little weaker. I mean, not like bad. I want to clarify that there's been a lot of great stuff, and I'm not trying to come across like an entitled fan or anything. It's more so just like, okay, like there's just been a lot going on. You know, we're trying to like figure things out a little bit. We're trying to like, okay, and that is perfectly fine, right? But. Oh, nah. I think that they realized they needed to deliver on giving us a roadmap and they need to deliver on letting people know and reassuring people. Not only are we the number one game in town, but we understand what you want. We understand what, what you're trying, what you, um, we understand that we need to deliver on the spectacle. We need to deliver on fan expectations. Right. Right. Uh, which is something I feel like gets missed a lot by the competition, right. Where it's like, you're not living up to fan expectations. Right. You're kind of like you can barely get even like the simple things off the ground right now, right. which that's a whole other conversation. But I mean, like they, they got problems, right? There's just a lot of problems. Yeah, but there's no that, doubt about it. But that being said, again, they understand the importance of listening to their audience, I think, too. And they understand at the end of the day, they got to bring the hype because phase four has been a little muted, just a little bit. Like, it's not like it's it like d- dour or anything. It's not like, Oh my God, doom and gloom. It's more so like, let's reassure people that we know what we're doing. Right. Exactly. And let's, and let's show them that we're, yeah. Like you said, we're listening because and that, and then again, that also brings me to a point where the, when you shift the, the, when you shift your look over towards Warner brothers, they aren't as 
they're simply not as capable of giving us this kind of time frame, right? New leadership is there. They haven't had time to properly plan out where they're going yet. Um, Warner Brothers has had a track record of not being transparent in the sense of like, hey, this is where we're headed. And I think that is a fundamental problem because the fans drive sales. What Marvel did yesterday was ensure that the diehard fans are going to sprinkle this throughout the general audience and the general audience will be excited. They might not know why, but they will be excited. And, and Warner Brothers, to date, has had trouble with getting fans excited. Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've had a serious... I think they suffer from the most is a clear lack of planning and a clear lack of fan communication. Execution. That, well, that, yeah, execution too, but they're like... Not even just execution. They're just bad at, like, communicating with people. They don't know how to communicate to their fans what they're trying to do. Not in an effective way. And that's not to say I don't like what comes out from them but again it's more like people expect so much more from you and you're not living up to your potential kind of deal right it's like we're kind of just like waiting in the in the winds right we're just like what are we doing here so that's a problem it is it is and you know and i i've always resented dc for it is the fact that um when something like the ezra miller situation happens when something like uh you know um uh, Zack Snyder happens, they will not come out and talk to you about it, right? They won't say, hey, guys, you know, this was our decision, but don't worry, you know, this is what we're planning. They they never reassure. They leave us to speculate. And when you speculate, that's when people like Syl Abdul are able to uh, create these false narratives and ho- false expectations. I mean, yeah. how do you how do you think Syl's feeling today? Uh, I can tell you the reality of the situation, what it should be. I, I would say he should be feeling pretty embarrassed for himself. I think he should be feeling like an absolute clown, uh, especially because he honestly, both him and Mikey completely failed. They completely Mikey, failed. I lost all my respect for Mikey Sutton. The moment I saw Matt Jarvo's tweet that he is still, still trying to peddle the Snyderverse narrative. Well, it's not even peddling the Snyderverse narrative, which, uh, listen. That's moving the goalposts. Well, it's moving the goalposts, but it's also, like, I'm literally seeing some of, like, their fans and so their listeners being like, oh, they're telling me that I should believe it's coming back because he's in Teen Titans Go. Oh, like, by the way, what a fucking joke that is. Oh, I think it's what hilarious. A, I think it's hilarious. A, I what love a, it. What an absolute troll. Matt Jarbo had to sit me down last night and say, Ty... This isn't a joke. This is what's happening. I wouldn't believe him. And I told him, I said, if I find out you're fucking with me, I'm going to be super pissed. I look it up. It's real. I cannot believe that they, and he's a director who's brought in to make a joke. I couldn't even believe, I couldn't even believe it. I know. I, 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 I think it's funny. I like it. I think it's funny. I think it's a good joke. I think it's like, Sil, oh, that's kind of let's let's let's. I'm about to get a little aggravated here, guys. Sill and Mikey are the new Matt from Lightcast and Taylor from the Cultured Nerd. They 
that, and you know what the fucking ironic part is? I hope still sees this. I hope Mikey sees this because yeah, my channel might not be as big as yours. I might not have a, a cult following like you do, but you know what I don't do is I don't lie. I don't grift and I don't steal people's money, right? I, I don't steal. Um, I don't pass off scoops that aren't my own. Well, for, you know, that are Mikey's and, and, mm -hmm. and, 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 uh, and, 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 you know, bait people into voting for me for a fan award for, and, and offer scoops. So this is what I'll say. Still, you ran from Lightcast in the culture nerd because you're a schemer just like them. And you saw their scheme and you wanted to replicate it for yourself because you're a scumbag. I've had you on the channel a couple times. And honestly, I respected you. Uh, at least to have a conversation with you. But as of lately... I, I just, I think you're a bad person. I mean, my biggest issue has always been, especially like to monetize scoops, I think is a big problem, but also to monetize a narrative, to monetize an idea, right? Yeah. It'd be one thing if he was making content all about like all to himself, but the fact that the content is based around selling people an idea and selling people a false hope. I think it's the, the the bigger issue here, and what actually I think is more disgusting, personally. Right. right. Um, I think I think it's a big issue. I I genuinely do. I think there's like some really there's some ethical issues I've always had with them from the beginning that often gets overlooked. But again, it's just it, it's bad. I think I honestly think that it's pretty it's pretty bad. Yeah, and the fact that Matt Jarbo, by the way, Matt Jarbo was the one of the only people who defended Mikey Sutton, well, aside from Sill's audience, Matt Jarbo would defend Mikey to, 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 to the world's end. And the fact that he even disavowed it, that's telling. Because yeah. that, that, I mean, that's, that says it all. It really does. No, because, I mean, you're, you're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Yes, scoopers are bad for fandom because they – constantly throw shit at the wall to for your money so that they can and and then they and then what they do by the way this is the the main thing that they do is they play it both ways so that no matter what they can tell you yep see what i, I told you i told you i told you well they're like I, they're, they're the new this. stink oil salesmen the new fortune tellers who would scam people back like the 80s and 90s right it's just like it's the same shit you know there's nothing different about it. It's all kind of just the same kind of thing, right? So, I mean, like, we, we've seen the playbook before. We've seen the playbook. Yeah. We know what it's like. Lightcast was famous for it. Famous for this, this, this tactic. And uh, uh, the culture nerd, you know, um, they didn't advert, you know, I'll, you know what, at least I'll give them is they never took super chats and, um, I mean, they did monetize their channel, I believe, but all the money, uh, or did they? Did they take super chats? I I honestly couldn't tell you. I wasn't really. I really did not pay attention much to them until the aftermath of their downfall, to be honest. So, and if anyone in the audience can let us know, uh, did Lightcast take super chats? Because I know the money that they made, they said that they donated to diabetes. Because Matt did have diabetes. Oh, oh they yeah, have, they have, they have the Manscaped oh, partnership. Yeah, okay. which which a lot of people don't know if it was real or not. 
Hmm. Some people, some people said that they made it up. I, but, but I guess like, because I don't know that, um, could you do that? Because the, the code wasn't, the code was footsies. It never really made sense to me anyway. I honestly, I mean, it's because, not possible. I don't know. well, 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 think of this. Most of the time when you're a, um, content creator and you have a sponsorship, the way that you do your sponsorships are, it's like, if I were to do one, right. With Manscaped, mm. mine would be, all right, guys, visit manscaped.com slash pop for pop culture corner. Right. Um, Joe Rogan. It's always, you know, code Rogan, code Joe Rogan, uh, D- Joey Diaz, code Diaz, code Coco. Like, that, you know, why was it code footsies? It never made sense to me at all. Yeah, I mean, that that's a great point. Honestly, not one I've thought about, honestly. I think that's actually a really astute uh, point there. Yeah, it never made sense. It never made sense. So I let's enough talking trash because uh, I don't want to do that. But honestly, uh, I, I, I honestly, I really and I, I, I said earlier that I don't think Sills a good person. I take that back. I do not. I did not mean that. I think Sills a good person. I just think that he has lost himself along the way when he saw the money start to come in. Um, and he saw that he could basically say what he wanted to say and get these people to believe it. And then he could get them to pay for it. And money, you know, money corrupts. Money corrupts absolutely. You know, he felt a certain power over his audience, right? He was the one with the information, right? Whether he got it from Mikey or not was a different story. But he was like, I'm the gatekeeper of this information. You're going to pay me to get it. So in that way, that's being a bad person, right? So um, I I just, I, I can't respect it. I can't. Um, RJ, I know you can, you only have a couple minutes left. Yeah. I have to get going actually in just a second, but if there's anything um, you'd like me to yeah, um, talk so, speak uh, on real quick, I can, um, implications of Shazam Fury of the Gods using, uh, the 2017 justice league footage. Uh, we lost you, bro. Um, so basically while we wait for him, uh, guys, the Shazam Fury of the trailer, uh, for, oh my God, Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer did debut at Comic-Con and online and, um, it, 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 it's, it's great, but in the, in the opening sequence, actually, we could probably play it, um, before he goes, hopefully, um, we could probably play it before he goes. Hey, hey, William. Hey, how you going? How's it going, Ty? Hey, brother. I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, our schedules just haven't been lining up. It's been crazy. Not at all, bro. Not at all. Um, <clears throat> there he is. Let's see, my apologies. There's a power surge, and it just flickered off. No, but to answer your question before I have to dip, I think that the implications are honestly not very much. Um, if I mean honestly, like well, I, they, had, they had already been telling us for a while that that JL even Zack Snyder said 
Justice League 2017 was canon in the eyes of the executives and Warner Brothers, but certain filmmakers didn't agree with that. But clearly, clearly they're using, I mean, I think they honestly just used whatever archival footage they had available and whatever was corporate synergy enough to where it made sense. I mean, they just probably had access to that footage and they used those shots. I really don't think it's a sign of, oh my God, it means this is canon or that's not canon anymore or this or that. I just think they used whatever was available to them from a marketing perspective. So I know it's kind of, I know it's kind of the boring answer, but that's honestly what I think it was. Come on. Listen, I, I know it's the boring answer, but I honestly don't think it like really means that much. I really don't. Um, That's something they're going to have to answer, though. Be honest with you. One of the things that they could do to solve a lot of their problems is just laying out a map and saying what is what, where is where, and what's you know, where are we going from here? And that's really they've missed several opportunities to do that. The what is canon and what isn't shouldn't even be a discussion at this point in the game. The fact that it is is an indictment on them. It is. I agree. I agree with William because William, before you were here, we were just talking about that. Like the fact that Marvel went out of their way to chart where we're going through phase, you know, with even some phase six announcements, right? Um, Warner Brothers has um, historically not been transparent on telling the fans which direction we're headed. Yeah, and that's a problem. And now, yesterday, like I said, even if you don't want to bring up, I, I I can make my case that that was a bad, not a very great day without even bringing up the word Snyder or Cavill. Um, you showed up to the big game with hand grenades when you had a nuclear arsenal at your fingertips. Right. You can't show up to Comic Con. And like I said, like when RJ was with me last night, I I made it a purpose to put up the one of the older DC emblems up there that says Superman Comics, a Superman publication. The expectation for DC is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. It's not up to YouTubers. It's not up to fans. It's not up to corporate executives. That standard was set long before any of us were born. Your job as an executive is to uphold those expectations. And if you can't, make room for the next guy who can. That's where all this comes out is the fact that they haven't done that. It's like weeds. When you, when you diverted from the path of Snyder, you didn't have anything else to blow people's right. socks off. Right. Had they done that, yeah, they would have still had some people that were hardcore fans of his, but the noise would have been overwhelming from the general public who would have been like, wow, this is great, because we change directions all the time. Film companies do it, directors do it, directors are removed and replaced with people, and it's done seamlessly when the, the next plan in is the better plan. But to not have any plan is where all this has grown up. It's like weeds. When you don't take care of your garden and plant new grass, what comes in? Weeds. Exactly. Exactly. So what do you think the implications of this, them using that footage is? Um, Unfortunately, I don't think they put much thought into it because they don't have an organizational structure of it in their head already. And that's why we don't know what the organizational structure of their universes is. That's a big problem. So they're just using, like RJ said, footage that they have at their disposal. If they were organized, they would be that would there would be a plan behind all of this. Listen, I don't need DC to do with everything that's in my head. I don't need them to give me everything I want. I just need to know what is the blueprint. Right. You don't have to give up the goose. What is the blueprint? What am I buying into? What? And they haven't done that. Because we yes. are direct stakeholders. You know, we have a stake held in the company because 
We're the ones who pay. Yeah, no, no, because we pay. We we're the consumer, right? We have a direct stake in the product that's made. Because if it's not good, we're gonna stop paying for it, and thus they cannot continue. So the, the you know they need to 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 be a little bit more transparent with their audiences because if they if they don't start to if they and and I I do believe that Zaslav will usher in a new kind of transparency amongst the fans, but I think for now they didn't have enough time to prepare. Um, which leads me to believe that fandom actually might be the spot next year that a lot happens for um, DC. There needs, to be a fandom, there needs to be a fandom before next year. Um, had yesterday um, given uh, people enough expectations and anticipation to, to go into the fall with, I would say, now nah, you don't need a fandom. You got two movies coming out, and they're going to have an uphill battle to begin with because they're as big as a rock is, um, Black Adam's a B character, Shazam's a B character. And the general public doesn't gravitate to these characters as much as they do. In their box office, the box office for Shazam, which was a great movie, uh, showed that. It, it's your, your expectation when you're talking about a cape and a guy flying through the sky is Superman, but you're giving me Black Adam and Shazam. So you're going to have to market that. It can work, but you have to market it, and, and you can't. You, you have to do some things to make, uh, make these two movies appealing. And that's all you have for quite a while. So yeah, they need a fandom. There's too many gaps. And somebody somebody told me um, people want to point out, oh, well, the Batman was successful and the Joker was successful. That's great. That money's been made. That money's gone. That anticipation. That money that never gone. went to Warner Brothers. Well, half of that money. I'm sorry. Half of that money is made, and half of the money's gone. But but when you're people, what what, what um, amazes me. I don't want to hear that you can build momentum on standalones. You can't. That's literally the definition of standalones. The comic book mentality is shared anticipation. When I walked out of No Way Home, my anticipation was walking into Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and so on and so on. You haven't had Superman on a proper story on the big screen and since 2000, what, 17, 18, if you don't include Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, Aquaman came out in 2018. There's too many gaps in what they're doing, and there's too many multi-directions. You can have standalones. That's fine, but they cannot be the basis of your universe if you're trying to make money for shareholders and get financiers to put up hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just not going to work. The shared universe is not just a Marvel thing. It is a comic book storytelling apparatus that's been in place 80 years now. Agreed. So, guys... um... You know, just aside, so uh, TW, I want to get your thoughts real quick. What are your What are your thoughts on the implications of Shazam using uh, Justice League 2017 as canon? I don't know. I mean, like it's. I think out of the shots because I, I haven't seen the far as I don't remember. I don't think I've seen the full trailer because I oh. had what were no, but like what were because I saw Flash, I saw Batman. What was there? Wonder Woman, I guess, was in there as well. Oh no, Aquaman. I saw Aquaman as well. But that was from um, that was uh, from Aquaman the movie, wasn't it? That shot. No, it was from. Uh, one second. Let's uh, let's watch the trailer. Yeah, because Aquaman's in it. Well, like it's a it's an archival footage of Aquaman. Wow! When you look up Shazam two. My video from last night is the second one. 
Attaboy. That's that's my SEO ability. Well, yeah, I was on last night too for a while. I did an overnighter, so the con- well, a lot I, of fun. I was at a convention, bro. Oh, that's right. You were at the um, one in Boston. Yeah. We had so much fun. It was so much fun. Hey! My man, Jarbo. Oh, God. Your internet is That's all right. It's, It's really an honor to be on the the panel with a man who who appeared to be you know to experience some form of release on the live stream while watching a, a tv trailer wait what uh, no it's out oh yeah no i'm 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 at mad there was a joke uh that rj had made during the uh during his stream because we kind of watched matt's reaction to the to the She-Hulk trailer. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We're having some technical difficulties, folks. I'm sorry. I don't think there was any particular plan, though, of them using that footage. I mean, you'd like to think so, but just the way they've rolled things out, there's just not a lot of forethought in what, what, what's been going on so far. So. Yeah, Jarbo, try not to use your camera because that's, I think, it's trying to uh use sorry i guess uh my my internet cut out it's been kind of weird today yeah just don't don't use your camera because it's trying to use too much bandwidth can you guys hear me okay yeah yeah i can can hear you you perfectly now i don't know it's it's fluctuating very can you guys hear it yeah 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 i can hear it I don't deserve these powers, if I'm being honest. Like, what am I even contributing? Ow! There's already a superhero with a red suit with a lightning bolt on it. All right, so here they're using the Flash, which which already, already brings up um, something people are upset with because they don't think that while this investigation is going on, that he should be, uh, they should be allowed to be um, marketed. Real quick, Ty, can I interject on that? Yeah. The majority of people don't know or care to that degree about what's going on with Ezra Miller. I know we do, and we talk amongst each other, but the majority of people, Joe Average, just, just it just doesn't resonate with them. I don't, I don't think it's going to have as big an impact with everything going on, even if it was a headline. Like I always said before, we, we've gone through so many things that are news stories that come and go. By the time this movie were to come out, even if they had kept it on time, nobody's going to care. Out, outside of the, the, the percentage of us that, that scan it every day, when you say people, the general public just is not going to care about this. Okay, okay. I, I, I hear you. All right, so. See, I actually disagree. I disagree on that because it doesn't matter if the news cycle has changed by then, people will bring it back up. They're not really bringing it up that much now outside of YouTube, dude. Well, there's multiple variety articles written about it, Rolling Stone articles. We're not talking small trades. We're talking large trades have been covering it. And if the situation continues to escalate, which I have no idea if it will or won't, 
it will come up again and it will be a problem. So, I so mean, they have to make sure. Are, are, are we are we sure this is 2017s? I can't tell. I'm on a very small screen on my phone right now, so I can't even look at the details. They said that it's Snyder Cut footage. It looks like the it color could be grading is different. It, I, th- I do believe this is probably Snyder, if I have to guess, but I, I haven't done a deep dive into it yet. Not on this, yeah, not on this shot. Okay, then the next thing. On it. Aquaman is literally huge. They did. That, that's from the movie. That is that's from, from Aquaman. Aqu- that is yeah, from, from the Aquaman. Aqu- yep, that's from Aquaman. Which is directly, which directly contradicts the Snyder Cut. Yep. For, yep. for uh, Aquaman. Say that again, Jarbo. I heard the, the last bit, but no. Oh, sorry. This shot is from the Aquaman trailer. It's from the movie too, oh. but it was used originally in the trailer. Yeah, when he jumped into yeah, the submarine. Like, yeah, that's still Aquaman movie, which contradicts the Snyder Cut. Huh. This is because, interesting. Because Dolph or Shazam Snyder Cut on Twitter people, they're saying they use Snyder Cut footage. Yeah, so I was gonna say, I I tried to look it up, but uh, I think it's the Flash and the Batman shots. I think they're both apparently from the Snyder Cut. Well, they, but others are saying it's the 2017 cut because of the color grading. But well, let, let, either if if it was footage that was filmed by Zack Snyder, then it's probably in that movie. But the long and short of it being. The fact that this is from the Aquaman movie. Well, yeah. Well, people forget that in Justice League, there were Zack Snyder shots. Oh, there was quite a few. Yeah, there was quite a few, actually. used them horribly. Yeah. And and, and they altered things in it. So they took took his, his core shots and stripped them down, took all the VFX out, and then built it back up. So, I mean... I don't know. Literally huge and so manly. And Batman is so cool. That might be a fucking Snyder cut shot. That's well, the one right before that, he jumped down. Remember when he jumps down? Um, when the Unity, I, if, I, if I'm looking at this correct, I'm really looking at it on a very small scene. I could be wrong. When um, he, he's just about to jump down. Yeah. So, I, I, so, well, yeah. So here's the thing with this. I actually, um, I went looking for this particular screen grab. Uh, this was debuted March twenty third, twenty seventeen. This image right here, and what it was. Are the goggles on? I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. What? I can you say that again? Goggles are on. Were the is he wearing the goggles from when he? Uh, Well, it's the same image. You can you can take a screenshot of this and you can run it through Google Images, and um, you can you can or you can do ten eye to see reverse image search. And to see where it came from. What it was is it was actually used originally in a promotional video to announce the first trailer of the movie that was yeah. coming out um, in March, I think March 24th, 2017. So it was like Zach was still like, this was days, by the way, days after Autumn had passed away, I believe. And so like they marketed this movie um, within that couple days. So they just kind of threw Which it is- all together. Which I got to admit, that's 
in hindsight, that's really not cool. I know it's a business, and, and, and I know that they can't, they probably had that trailer and they probably had that date locked in for quite some time. I just figured you figured they might have moved or shifted it or something. Hold on. I found, I found the Justice League version of this shot. Which one? Like Justice League's one? No, the the Snyder Cut. There it is in the Snyder Cut. And that was right before exactly. that, that was right when he jumps in, right after the unity and he's yeah. grappling to come down. So, okay. so so the color grading is different. It might just be the picture. Someone might have it's probably the picture because someone, that someone, looks that looks more blown out. Bright, it doesn't yeah. look like yeah, that doesn't look have, like palette change. Yeah, someone might have uh, adjusted the the contrast because the the skeleton or the gargoyle skeleton um, looks very 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 like the shadows aren't there. And I think this is in Justice League though. I think this was like uh, they they blur out this image and very quickly. Like they reshot it and blurred it. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's where he's standing. Like, it's where he's standing. Isn't it like where he's standing next to like the bat signal or something? And he does that. I, weird I think so. Yeah, I have to go back and watch it again. I don't. No, but, oh, I, I can't watch that movie again. Yeah, it's not because of anything. No, I don't. It's not I, simply, well, it's not I, simply I, because of the. I, no, I, I, I get you, you but I, I'm having next week, no, so I gotta go. All right. Hey, Ty, real quick. I almost got to go, too, because I got to slide back in. But um, as far as um, – I, I didn't think they had a bad uh, bad presentation yesterday. I just didn't think it was enough for the moment. And when you've had five years of sporadic, um, I need a plan. I, I think they could have they could have been working on something Superman-wise without even dealing with the Cavill uh, negotiations or anything like that. If you look at what Marvel did, and it's, you know half the stuff I'm not going to watch, but the structure of what they did – we don't know who's going to be in Fantastic Four, who's going to be directing Fantastic Four, who's even going to be the caterer for Fantastic Four, but yet we have an announcement for it. Right. And right. I think that's the game plan that they should have used. They needed to get people excited. And like I said, you don't come to the big show with your third-string quarterback. And that's basically, like I said, I love Shazam the movie. I think Black Adam is going to be great. But those aren't the expectations of DC comics. When you, when you say DC, you know what you should be bringing to the party. And, um, I thought they could have done a lot more. I really hope that's, you know, there's a fandom, uh, just for the sake of the two movies that are coming out, uh, uh soon afterwards. But, you know, like I said, I, it's, it's going to be a waiting game to see if this new management is and how, how quickly it takes for them to take place. Because a lot of what you saw at Comic-Con and recently was residuals from poor management. Because it took years to get here to Comic-Con. The disappointment with Comic-Con for me just didn't happen yesterday. That was a culmination of disorganization and mismanagement, most of which is gone, thank goodness. But, you know, it, it, the stain doesn't go away immediately. You're going to have to throw those clothes in the wash a couple of different times to, uh, to get something new to come out of that. Right. So, so, I mean, what was your favorite part of the uh, Comic-Con announcements? Uh, well, for me, the entire Star Trek panel, uh, some of the stuff that they're going to be doing there, I thought was great. But as far as the two major companies, um, 
the the Marvel announcements were pretty cool, but like I said, uh, that's a lot of that stuff I'm not going to watch. But I love the way it was laid out. The Black Panther, um, even though I disagree with not recasting uh, T'Challa, I thought what they showed us was epic. And that, to me, in my opinion, uh, them releasing in November, that could be Academy Award worthy type stuff. I loved the trailer. Uh, I did not love seeing another Black Panther that wasn't T'Challa. But like I said, aside from that, I think it's going to be an epic movie. Um, seeing um, the High Evolutionary come out in costume, I thought was cool. Seeing yeah. Dwayne Johnson, yeah, seeing Dwayne Johnson come out in costume was cool. I thought Zachary Levi should have been out there in costume, and I yeah. thought that this should have been more well, to their presentation. Well, well, The Rock has a direct stake in Black Adam, so if the movie financially does well, he gets a tremendous payout, right? Like he has a direct financial stake in the film. That's why he's going out of his way to market this. So I yeah. guarantee it was his idea in the first place to go out as Black Adam. Because Which is a good idea. It's a he's great so, idea. He's so tied to the character because people forget that Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool, The Rock and Black Adam have been tied to the to each other just as long. Yeah, to the mid 2000s. But yeah. if you look at yeah. it, if you look at what The Rock did, you look at what The Rock did, that's what the, the, enti- the entire company should have, should have took that approach yesterday. First of all, you, the two movies you had weren't even A-list characters. So the entire DC films, and that's another thing, you need a DC film president, maybe that'll help things. But you really, if there's one company that really needed to hit a uh, Grand Slam and not just a base hit, it was them. Because the, yep. the, the more time they take to do that, Forget about the haters and extremists and the cultists or whatever people want to call them. It's the general public and their apathy. Each time that they don't take advantage of these opportunities, the general public is drifting away. And they won't say anything. They won't get on YouTube. They just won't come. And I think apathy is more dangerous than any of the venom that gets thrown across the Internet. So, all right, man, I'm going to clock back in. Thanks for having me on. I hope our schedules line up a little bit more because I'd love to come on yeah, a lot more. Yeah, let, let, let's set something up uh, uh, soon, okay? All right. Congratulations on everything, Ty. See you later, TW. Thank you. Um, so TW, uh, I just uh, I, I kind of ran through the 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 rest of that trailer, and uh, Batman was in fact the last uh, shown. Okay, so they just kind of talked about Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, um, what I want to know is, um. So I actually did want to show you a couple. So see this kid, uh, Toasty Paws? So we met him yesterday at Comic-Con, a uh, new subscriber. Uh, he has his uh, own channels, I believe, his own channel, I believe. So, uh, you know, head over to his channel uh, and, and subscribe. Uh, yesterday we had such a blast, guys. I want to show a couple pictures from the event. Uh, so... You know, you got me here with uh, two lovely and beautiful women uh, cosplaying. Uh, this was our booth. So you could uh, scan that QR code and uh, it would uh, bring you to the YouTube page. Uh, we gained about 40 subscribers yesterday. Nice. Yep. Me and Mando and Baby Yoda. Uh, the focus on this one screwed me. Uh, this was the booth. This was the day before Comic-Con when I was setting up. Same thing. This was right outside the Mass Mutual Center. Very cool. Look at these lightsabers. Ooh, lightsabers. 
Oh, dude, did you see the picture of me getting to hold one? I think so. I, I'm not sure if I saw it. Let me uh, let me see if I can if I find it in here. Yep, found it. All right, one sec. Look at these helmets, though. They were so good. I love the one on the right. They were so good. The pictures, they came out so good, too. Yeah, look at that. So, so, some guy customly created that. And uh, and it could That's change. really dope. Yeah, it could change color. So um, I didn't know it could change color because I would have totally made mine red just because of Pop Culture Corner. And I like oh, okay. I'm a Sith too. So, um, but yeah, Saggy Melons and I were there. It was such a fun time, guys. Um, we're going to be doing so many more conventions because of this. Because uh, we had such a fun, fun, fun experience. Are you guys doing Boston Fan Expo? Or are you guys just... You I, have, I have credentials. So, I have uh, press credentials. So, I can go around and interview. But I can't... I don't have a booth. Okay, I gotcha. Um, what is our Discord? Uh, everything is in the description below, guys, um, for all that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely, uh, some you know, consider joining the membership for exclusive access and stuff like that. Uh, but you know what I did want to watch with you? Is what's that? The the new Black Adam trailer. Right on. Did you watch it? Uh, yes, I did. I, I enjoyed it. Have you watched it yet? Yeah, we we, we watched it last hey, night. Google, but we watched it last night. Um, but I was like so tired that like I can barely remember. Backstreet Boys. Are not a what? <laughs> it was like Backstreet's back, but Cavill's not. <laughs> but a curse. Born out of rage. Black Adam. You believe you are not worthy, but you have two parts. You can be the destroyer of this world, or you can be its savior. You are needed a hero. Instead, they've got me. Whoa! What did you think of that? I really enjoyed it. I I I can't wait to pick it apart and see all the little details. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a sucker for the JSA. Like they're, like I said, my favorite, One second my favorite, favorite super team. Oh, they're my, they're my favorite actually. So I'm really, I'm, I was excited for that. Like I said, it sucks that it's at the expense of something else, but it seems like hopefully 
there's a lot of talk from Dwayne Johnson, but there's not a lot of action so far. So I would appreciate a, it doesn't have to be for super long term, but a, you know, MCU style roadmap. It doesn't have yeah. to follow the tone yeah. or anything, but just to say, here we're working on this, we're working on that, we're working on that, and it's all No, again, somehow. that is the fundamental issue of DC, is they will not let us know what the fuck they're up to. And 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 you know what? If we want to give it credit to, like, because the new management, I'll probably I'll give them like another six months before I'm st- I start to ask the same questions. Like, where are we going? But I I do believe that they need time to figure out, you know, because they're taking over. Uh, they have been taking over for a while now, but um, maybe not six months. Like maybe three months. But three months to 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 give us a solid look at where we're headed. Are the justice league at the center of it or not? Is, you know, who's our Batman? Who the fuck's, why are we getting a blue beetle movie? I mean, uh, yeah, it's a movie, right? Yeah, it's a movie. And a Batgirl movie. Now, before we know who our fucking Batman is, is in the DCEU. And don't tell me it's Ben Affleck right now. Because we don't. You can't confirm that. No one can confirm it. Mikey sure as fuck can't confirm it. Sil can't confirm it. <laughs> no one can confirm it. Right? Ben Affleck can't even confirm it. Right? Um, yeah. So there's really there's really not much. And, and it sucks. Because like, it's. And then I would Superman. like to see that. And then Superman. We have no idea who Superman's going to be. Then Cyborg. We know if Zack doesn't come back, Cyborg's not coming back in as Ray Fisher. Now we have Ezra in trouble. That leaves us with two fucking Justice League members. Ironically, the ones that had... Ironically, the ones that have had much success. And rather interestingly enough is the fact that one of them was actually a member. The Golden Age Wonder Woman was a member of the Justice Society. So I'm like, you have, you can tie threads. But the one thing that, the one thing that I loved about the JSA, both in you know, pre-crisis and post-crisis, was the fact that it was a generational superhero story. You know, you would have, you had the older superheroes and the younger ones on the same team occupying similar roles. It was, it was a cool idea. Like you had Batman and you also had Robin, you had, you know, uh, Huntress coming in after that. Casey, Casey, come on. Keaton is Batman, just not the DCEU's Batman. He's Batman. And yes, he will be, in the DCEU, but he is not the Batman that's going to get solo outings. The Batman that's going to get, well, then I guess you could say, well, Robert Pattinson's going to be that Batman who gets the solo movies. No, we want a Batman that interacts with the Justice League who can also hold his own, right? Not like an old yes. Bruce Wayne. Exactly. Like I want, I I want a Casey, guy who's you, not in the next Casey, role. But Casey, can you come on the show and tell me or talk to me about this? Because I I need to I, I like I 
I want to know your thoughts because without a Batman that can go into battle, like, because for all intents and purposes, what we've heard about Keaton's Batman is he's a Batman that, yes, does suit up, but is limited in mobility and what he can do, right? He's going to be more like the guy in the chair. He's basically basically the, just a couple, you know, about a decade shy of being Batman the Beyond Batman Bruce Beyond Wayne. Bruce Wayne, yeah. I'm just telling you what happens. Yeah, come on and tell me what happens. And uh, the whole, there is no Superman after the Flash, only Supergirl. Well, where does that leave the Ta-Nehisi Coates Superman and the J.J. Abrams Superman? Are they, I mean, we know they exist outside of, you know, Earth-1. But are, you know, what are the implications there? Keaton is a Batman, but he ain't the Batman. That's the one and only Batfleck. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Batfleck. I'm a Batfleck fan. Oh, through, yeah, and absolutely. Through, through and through. Same here. You'll want to watch The Flash. Listen, I, The Flash. I'll see it on streaming. Casey. We need to get access to the Flash early so that we can watch it together and 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 find out and and figure it out because um, this is going to be a movie that I've been long saying will be a pivot point for DC. But the problem is, the problem is, is the the Ezra Miller situation right now. God forbid it turns out to be true. What do we do then? What do TW? What do we do then? Ask the. Uh, uh, what do we do in the event of? Sorry. If Ezra Miller is guilty of what he is being accused of, there's there's literally only two options in my mind, at least as a fan. The only options are recast, or as I've said in other chats before, nuke from orbit and start again. Okay. Yeah. So that means that means everything. Yeah, which which I mean Pattinson. But but the worst no 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 like no I'm talking about like the prime continuity. You can you can get away with you can get away with things like like the Batman and Joker, you know, put them on the put them on the you know under like a black label imprint. Like I I think that they honestly should put together like distribution labels where it's like the prime continuity is DC universe and everything else is DC black label. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce the name exactly. Um, Are you the person who's been conversing with me over email? Um, Answer. If you can answer that, that would be wonderful. Um, Well, no Casey, he can't be Batman forever. That was Val Kilmer. Ah, God, I love you, TW. I miss you so much. Um, Batfleck can't be Batman forever. We know that. We know that. But why can't he be Batman? Why why would you get... What was one of the number one complaints about Batfleck? Oh, he's too old. So we're going to replace him with a 70-year-old Batman? Come on. Uh, Deisha, would you like to come in? So Deisha uh, might be a third host of the Pop Culture Corner. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, we're looking to bring in some female talent and um, not, you know, that it had to be a female, uh, but we're looking into, you know, someone who identifies as a woman um, so that, you know, it's not just guys talking about pop culture, right? We want to be able to uh, destigmatize, you know, the the only guys like comic books uh, and movies. So bringing a woman on, um, you know, would would drive that that female analytic up and, uh, you know, get more females engaged. And, uh, you know, Deisha, uh, I know she's done uh, things in the past. Um, I, I know that that she's smart and uh, I would love for her to, to join. So, um, oh, she can't tonight. Uh, well, we'll have to plan a date. Um, not not that kind of date. I, I got you. Don't worry. Um, we would, let's, let's, uh, um, email me. I'm going to give you my phone number. Um, and we'll talk and, uh, we'll schedule something for this week. Uh, it'll be a one-on-one, uh, and we'll kind of get to know each other. This was a great four days. I gotta say, I mean, Comic-Con was fun, uh, for, for other sorts of non-Comic-Con fun that I enjoyed. Please consult my audio avatar. (laughs) What? Oh no, the the blue jays. I I have no idea what's going on. Oh no, I was saying I enjoyed myself this weekend over Comic Con and stuff like that. But I said for non sports stuff, please consult my audio avatar, the picture of the Blue Jays logo. Oh. I love it. It's great to be on with my friend from Massachusetts. <laughs> I fucking hate you. I hate you, but I love you. Um <laughs> I'm trust. I, honestly, I'm on no. the line. I, I joke Casey. with Aaron. I joke with Aaron that we were like, this will this will probably be the only wins we get all year at this point after something like that. Right, right. Uh, um, Casey, I'm not mad. I trust me. I'm I'm not. I am a firm believer that whatever happens, happens. Whatever the studio does, that's their decision to make. Whether fans re- react and recept it, that's a different story. Now, and with regards to Keaton being Batman long term, with regards to Supergirl being long term, let's bring it back to the one of the key parts at the beginning of our conversation. Because of Warner Brothers, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if they know would, nothing. if they would, if they would just come out and fucking say something, maybe we I would know. That... Speaking of. Casey Walsh. Hey, why are you guys mad? Why are you mad at me? Like <laughs> fucking made the movie. I don't no. Know what oh, to do about you, it. no, no, no. You you must not have um you must not have heard what we were saying. Oh uh, no. Uh I no, we're not mad. We're not mad. Um I'm just saying that um in your in your you know, in your perspective, what 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 are the benefits of keating Keaton being the long-term Batman for the DC uni- universe. I, I mean, I don't know what long-term means. I don't. I don't. I just. I, I don't. I think the plan is to get him to a crisis movie. I don't know how long that is going to take them. I don't know if they've moved that plan up because of the new management or the current situation or, right, or whatever right. they do. You know what I mean? But I mean, I think that's the plan. Is they just needed somewhere they could get to reboot and keep as much audience on board as they could and. I think people need to understand too. It's not like 
WB didn't try to keep Ben Affleck around or they didn't try to keep these people. They left on their accord. It, so they had, they had to pivot, like they had to make these changes. So that's kind of where they're at. And so, yeah, they kind of. And that's uh, a valid Ezra, point. That's a very valid point. Ezra Miller sh- shot the, is shooting them in the foot right now. So I think, take that out of the perspective. And I think that they do have a plan that, and they, and yes, it's maybe it's on them because they haven't come out and said, Hey, this is the plan. <laughs> but like, I think they do have a plan moving forward, but I think that they, they surrounded themselves with troubled actors and that kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. And well, the worst part, the, yeah, the worst part was the fact with regards to at least specifically Ezra Miller, if we're, if we're operating under the assumption right now that those allegations are true, the problem, the, the worst part was the fact that basically I think half of the stuff that had happened allegedly happened while they were working on Justice League. So it's kind of Zach obviously hired Ezra not knowing what was going to happen. Again, oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So like that's what kind of that's what kind of sucks is the fact that it's like we didn't know that was going to happen. Affleck, we didn't know that Affleck was going to go through a divorce. We didn't know that and because that was what basically led to his, you know, kind of dealt, you know, his depth devolving into alcoholism in a sense and his going into rehab which they had to pull him out of for the reshoots. I, and I apologize to any, if any of, I know they wouldn't be listening to this, but if any of the folks are listening, like that are involved with this, involved with the old DCEU projects, I'm not doing this to, to, I don't want to delve into your personal lives in that sense. It's just, it's, I think it's because of the fact that it's, no one knew what was going to happen. You can't control life in that sense, but it's, so I think there is that problem of it being troubled actors. And it's, it's, like that it's kind of guy. a lot put amber heard in that situation like she was supposed to be a big part of you know Justice yeah. league two or whatever like she was she forward. was in the snyder cut i mean like she was right so part of the dc plans not before even, the reshoots happen it's not even just ezra so i don't know i i again I, they, when we had to stop comparing them to marvel i really like hate that situation i hate not, it they're not the same they're not the same studio they're not structured the same way they don't work the same way it's marvel's one yeah. goal and they're enti- on their entire their entire plan or their entire structure of their studio is based around putting out these specific types of movies. That is not WB's yeah. one goal. Like it's no, one yeah. of and many it, and things they do. And, and don't forget when they started this, it was all do something different than Marvel. And now they're getting shit on because they're not doing the same thing Marvel's doing. It's like, you guys like, I, <laughs> come on. We I think the one, and I think one of the other issues why it's also not, it's not one-to-one and I fall guilty of this comparison as well is the fact that, Marvel Studios exists. Even though there's DC Entertainment, it's kind of it's nebulous is the wrong word, but it's such a wide it's such a wide brush to paint with, and it, it encapsulates film and television. And there's so much that can be For sure. done there. Versus, they don't have the war chest versus, either. Yeah, versus and, and yeah, and that's true. I mean, you know, this was this was a company that when. What was it when Discovery purchased them? They were how much in debt? Was it a built like at least a billion and a half dollars or something like that? Yeah, it was a lot. It was I was more. I think it was more than that. It was several billion dollars. It was it was it was a sizable amount. And like it might so, have been seven I versus think, or something versus Di- versus Disney, where Disney had a bajillion dollars before it bought Marvel because it was Disney. Because the other thing is Warner's doesn't like another reason why I know it's, it's all the different companies, but the fact is when you've got a bunch of revenue, that's all coming back to the company. If the movies, the movies fail, Hey, Disney still got the parks. If the parks don't do well, like for example, during the pandemic, at least there's opportunities in now in streaming and 
and the whole media and things like that. It's, it's a, a further diversified company. And with Marvel Studios, like I said, because it's so dedicated, we, we almost, because there's no sort of DC Studios equivalent, it's, it's hard to look at Marvel versus Warner Brothers. You almost have to look at Disney versus Warner Brothers, which is so broad in that case. I think one of the best things would be at least just to have, you know, the a vertical would be the, the business term, correct? To have Yeah, something... and I, but I think, again, that only offers them a structure, a better structure where they can, like, say, okay, I'm, I'm in control of comics and, and animation and uh, TV, and we can structure that all together because right now it's all separated. But what it doesn't still offer them is they're still not going to have this giant, like, budget backing them and i and i think the argument comes on is like why can't they do both or why can't we have two supermans or why can't like they're they do like multiple things and the reason they can't they just don't have the budget they have to pick and choose and and that's again that's wb's fault for putting all this stuff in the multiverse because when you have this idea of the multiverse happening there is this idea of like you can have five supermans but they, they can't afford to have five supermans running around like they just can't they can't do that so uh i don't know i, I think there's a lot of a lot more pe- people going on than just wb being shitty at their very jobs, much. which very much, which I don't no, disagree with either. Like they mismanaged W, like DC when when they saw it, when they needed to pivot from Snyder, they should have find, found a way to reset there and not try to drag out and, and hold on to whatever they whatever breadcrumbs they had left. Which 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 is what they are doing. They're trying to hold on to all the audience. They're trying to hold on to the Snyderverse, the Snyder audience, while also trying to move the 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 story forward and keep and get a new audience and keep the rest of the DC audience who wasn't really into this finer stuff. So like they're in a, sure. they're up shit, they're up shit Creek. And I don't like, it, it's not making anybody happy and they, and they can't move. And again, the argument, well, they're so slow. Well, yeah. When your company is sold every two years, like what the fuck? Yeah. You can't, that's, <laughs> like, well, that's, that's what I've been relating to DC for a while now. It's like, we're at the starting line and we're running in place. We've never actually officially started the race. Exactly. And the the problem is with so many different voices and things like that, it's like you just have to go pause off, like, you know, pause off this whole thing. Speaking of pause, wasn't there something you needed to announce, sir? Yes. New member. And he's not even just a low tier level. He's a 999 um, level member, Toasty Paws, um, who, again, I met. At the convention yesterday where I was promoting GWW, um, Pop Culture Corner, uh, we had QR codes that they could scan. Uh, we have an email list that we wrote. Guys, uh, and now, you know, he's a member. So um, it, we had so much fun. We had so much fun. Toasty Paws, thank you so much for your contribution to the channel. You have no idea how much it means. Um, and thank you so much. So back to... Um, and that's how I get to pay, you know, um, you know, for StreamYard, for, um, for contributors, like, like who, uh, I hope Deisha will, uh, will be, you know, so those, that, that's how I can do those kind of things. So, um, the more that comes in, the better it is. Uh, Casey, what is your implication of, um, you know, you were right about the Thunderbolts, uh, which I think we all saw coming, but you've been talking about the Thunderbolts for a while. You've been talking about um, the Marvel uh, Disney Plus, like what they're doing uh, for a while. 
Um, so with all that was announced uh, at Comic-Con, you know, uh, do you feel a little bit of a vindication? Uh, I mean, sure. <laughs> I yeah, know. I don't think about it that much, to be honest with you. Don't forget Nova, by the way. Also, that was I also was on top of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I, it, what's crazier to me is that we're already at this point. Like, I didn't realize that by 2024, we that's when they announced those two Avengers movies, right? Yes. Yes. By 2024, we'll already be at the end of another like saga in three phases. Like, that's crazy. Uh, so yeah, that I, is kind of nuts to think about. So well, I mean, think uh, about it. it took what? Because that's we started. We started phase four during the pandemic. That was 2020. We're going to be done in 2025. If you look at phase one to three, that saga that was almost ten. It was ten years. It was eleven years. They're doing it half uh, the time. I, I guess it's because of Disney Plus, right? I think it's Disney Plus, and I think it's also the fact that when you look at phase one of the MCU. It was the fact that you had, you know, Hulk was on Hulk was in Universal. Uh, Iron Man one, Iron Man one specifically was done through Paramount. I think Iron Man two was as well. Four was through. Well, oh, any Phase it? One movie up to Iron Man three is through Paramount. That's why after Iron Man three, the Paramount logo does, does, doesn't appear. Yeah. So, yeah. Lot How are people, you guys doing today? Lot of, lot of people forget what? that Par- Paramount was Paramount. Listen, Paramount took a chance on the MCU before wait, Disney. People forget that, actually. Wait, was it Paramount mm-hmm. or Universal? Yep. No, Paramount Universal had Hulk. Hulk. Universal had Hulk, so Paramount made a deal with them to get that second Hulk movie. Yeah, so they paid and, a portion of their and, profits to them. And, uh, Casey, I wanted to talk to you about that because you have talked about World War Hulk. Um, yes. Not on the slate, right? Um, but that there are still untitled um, eight projects no. they said were yeah, missing. So. Eight, There's eight, a lot of stuff they were missing, honestly. Eight yeah. missing projects, and World War Hulk is definitely something that we're going to save as an announcement. Um, because I don't think you'll hear about World War Hulk until after She-Hulk is done. Right. And on, on, honestly, if I could get your opinion on this, do you mm. think that they are nego- – so Universal still owns the rights to the Hulk films, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, I, as far as publicly, they do. But I mean, again, I, when I heard about this project, uh, that was the question I asked. I never got an answer back. But I, I, again, it was it was never clear to me either to whether this was a TV show or a movie. I would assume it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, again, if it's a movie, yeah, they would have had to done something with those rights, which wouldn't again wouldn't be surprising because there's either I could be wrong about this, but I think yeah. there's a time limit on that stuff anyway. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, yeah, there could be a situation. I think they have, yeah, I, right I'd now. assume it's something like what Constantine had to do with, like the Fantastic Four, for example. Like they had to make a certain film by a certain time. There, there so was, it could be that. Quite a bit of stuff they left off. Deadpool three, Wakanda, the, the, the Wakanda series they announced a while ago. That Samuel Jackson series, or sorry, Nick Fury series, Shang Chi two, Armor Wars just got taken off the slate. That was announced at. The investor day in 2020 the showrunner came on like instagram and said it's still happening so again i think okay. there's a lot of stuff okay. they left off that that's yeah because there's so much well think about it if you look at phase six there's only three things and there was like what seven right six spots in phase six alone yeah wonder man nova you know those are the only things everything else they you pretty much got you know whether you want it or not i mean most people 
on Twitter. They whoa, were whoa, about, whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you just say Nova and then things you don't? Nova? No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. I didn't end my sentence right there. It was um, on a, a Twitter no, where, where, where Nova, we're talking about. Um, yeah, Nova is one character that I've been dying to see. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I messed up my whole statement right there. Sorry, sorry. Um, On Twitter, people were talking about um Marvel blowing DC out of the water at Comic-Con. It's like, I, I don't really look at stuff like that. I, I go like, you got products from both. But Let's they just did. enjoy and talk about both, you know? Again, but, I thought the but, biggest surprise was a this. It's it's again. It's so weird that the end of this phase or the end of this saga is going to be the first Avengers film we're going to see. They're going to be back to back, which means they're definitely related. Yeah. And I wonder because it's so fast. I wonder if instead of Kang Dynasty ending on a like cliffhanger, if Secret Wars is the one that ends on a cliffhanger. No, because Secret Wars is the last movie. In, in phase six. Yeah, that, that is, image right. is that image is that image is swapped. So what I'm thinking is probably what I would imagine is Kang wins because at the end it'll be there'll be a series of incursions that'll occur. Those worlds will merge, they'll create battle world, you'll see Kang ruling over it, big epic coral you know, swell, cut to black, mm-hmm. Kang will return, credits roll. And then you go into Secret See, I, Wars. So I think the way that ends, I agree with you. I think the way that ends, though, I think Doom is the one who actually takes, like, does something to Kang, takes, like, takes down the Avengers, takes over Kang's spot, and then he turns into God Doom, and that, and he ends up ruling over Battle oh, World. Okay. And that's the next, yeah, that's the next phase. Do you, and do you, do you all the are set in Battle oh, World. That's, uh, you're doing Casey, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Do you think that Kang would be working with the scrolls? No. You don't think I so? I have no idea. No. Because if they're setting up Secret Evasion and Kang to be the main villains of this phase, at some point they would have to meet up with each other at some point. I don't know. That that was well, the thought well, I had well, in my head. Secret no, Invasion is fa- don't forget Secret Invasion is also phase five. Yeah, and it's also in 2023, too. So Secret Secret Wars. Secret Wars has nothing to do with the scrolls. And and the weird okay, thing, I probably about, confused the storylines then. Okay, yeah. The thing Secret is, invasion, invasion is the scroll. Is the scroll? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. My bad. My, my Super bad. Wars is the world's merging battle world. Black suit. Everybody okay. dies. Right. Glad you yeah. up for me. And so, all you have to remember about Kang is the Kangs you see are not going to be the same Kangs. No. Yeah. So like yeah. you're going to see a bunch of different. So they're not like if if one king fails, the next king you see is not going to be that king that failed. He's going to be a different king okay. from something else. Yeah. Like, you know what like, I, mean? so, I, I want to see. Like, I want to see a moment of. Like I want to see a moment of sorry, but like the Fantastic Four, I want to see like a moment where, where Reed finds out that literally his bloodline results in this version of Kang, you know, like something like that. I also, well, I think also Kang, you know, in being who he is, you've got when he goes back in time, who does he? Who is one of the people he meets when he's over? When he's Fantastic Four. Well, who's it? Well, who else does he meet? He wants to be his heir when he's back there. Oh, King uh, Tut. And there's also that, but also who? Like, am I missing something? Did he meet himself? Well, also and Saba Nur. Oh. Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah right. he does meet Apocalypse. So I'm thinking, like, that'd be great to kind of sow that seed. We're bringing the X Men in anyway. I mean. That'd be cool to have a character like Apocalypse for that broader storyline if they do bring the X-Men into multiple movies later on. 
Yeah, well, what's the deal with the X-Men guys? Because as of, as of right now, the only clear indicator is the end of Ms. Marvel, right? So are the X-Men going to be brought in in the, in the sense that they're just being created now? Or I don't gonna, think so. Because that, I, would, I, I, that, that would be way hard to pull off. Well, I mean, I, I think you could probably pull off something like the fact that you could probably find no, a way to pull because all on. their I mean, backstories would be fucked. Wolverine, well, I mean, Wolverine wouldn't have been able to fight in World War II with Captain America. No, because, well, no, but I'm saying you, you don't have to have him Yeah, but they just him. may have not have called him a mutant back then. They just may, may, may have not known what to call it. Or he may have just been... Remember or he might not have even oh. fought alongside... He might have fought, not have fought alongside Cap. He might have fought with the Canadian Army or something like that. There's, there's so many ways... Stop Kingo bringing was... your country into this. Remember in Eternals, Kingo was like... His, like it was his grandfather or whatever instead of him all the time. Yeah. So, like, I mean, there's ways you can explain... Again, I don't... I think the... I don't know. I think getting just stuck on the mutants thing... Yeah, I think getting stuck on the mutants thing is going to be weird because I don't. I think they're going to call everything mutants that they can't explain away with like it was gamma radiation or whatever. No, you it's, well, I mean? it's, any, like, it's any sort of genetic mutation. I mean, literally right. within the span. Well, think about it. Within the span of you know six months, we're seeing two the first two mutants officially in the MCU. We're seeing Miss Marvel, who is now a mutant, and Namor. So yeah, when they so an, showed him. I fucking lost my mind. I'm so glad they gave him his little his little wings, his little fins. So I'm. What MSK go? Who did we just lose? MSK. Oh. Um. So with the Fantastic Four and the acquisition of 20th Century Fox, this has allowed the Marvel Universe to expand exponentially. And it's oh, yeah. amazing. It is amazing. So the fact that um, the Black Panther trailer um, had a lot riding on it in the terms, in the sense of obviously Chadwick Boseman is gone, right? There's that whole gaping hole or that there's that gaping hole in the franchise at this point, right? And I don't think anything will mend that feeling that he's gone, but, but the, the Namor stuff, the Atlanta stuff, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it was a beautiful trailer, but I mean, who is going to become the Black Panther? I'm thinking that my top three contenders, honestly, because I don't think it'd be Mbaku. I think to turn like because it's it would be also not just becoming the Black Panther. It would be kind of turning his back on his god, you know, because he has he has well, Jabari is his god, right? So to to then begin to be the the image of Bast, I think would be it would be kind of a sort of a heresy of some sort. I think my top three contenders are probably like Shuri, Okoye, and and Nakia or someone like that. That's probably the ones I can think of. Um, um, time out. Fox. I don't want to say anything because I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fox does. Fox. Disney went. <laughs> Disney went out and they said, "Okay, hey Fox, uh, we are going to buy you and your film assets. 
Um, so yeah, now they're mine. So and I think what's great about that though, what's so but, great about that but, is the fact that like they own Star Wars again. Like they yeah. I mean, like they own Star Wars before, but like it's the whole thing, the company that originally distributed Star Wars is now brought in house is kind of funny to me. Right. And then Spider-Man was is is owned by Sony, not Fox. Um, Spider-Man isn't on Sony Disney owns Plus. Spidey and not a shred of common sense. Yeah. Um, the Sony, Sony made the epic deal with Marvel to, uh, do the unprecedented, um, uh, 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 dual studio, uh, um, you know, thing, which, you know, it, 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 I mean, it's been done before to certain capacities, but not like that. Um, not, not, not to this degree. So, I mean, overall guys, what were your takeaways from, um, from Comic-Con? Uh, what were your favorite moments and, uh, what are you most looking forward to? We'll go around the horn. Okay. So me first, I'd say probably the one I'm the most hyped for, for, you know, just the theoretically what it could be for me is Secret Wars. The trailer for Black Panther was gorgeous. It was amazing. It was cool seeing all like the different uh, folks who appeared in in costumes. So like uh, Chukundi Awuji appearing as the High Evolutionary, and you know the Rock being Black Adam. I thought that was a cool shot, and 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 I like the fact that you know just the fact that they were talking about wanting to build up the Justice Society because again I like those characters a lot Aldous Hodge just talked about wanting to be Hawkman for years to come and but I I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff that Marvel is talking about there especially with some stuff like Thunderbolts and with Daredevil finally getting a series again and I'm really interested to see what uh you know the new Captain America movie is as well because I I think having a title like New World Order I'm like all right Sign me oh, up. Oh, I just, I hope it's him beating a fucking white and nationalist. That would be the best people. thing ever. Just lizard <laughs> well, people. Give me, oh give, me, give me a David Icke cameo well, or something. Well, did you guys see that they also trademarked the name Captain America Red, White, and Black? Yeah, I, guess yes, I, think, I saw that. I think after those trademarks were found, I think they went and, went and did a bunch of fake ones. <laughs> just oh, to try to th- throw possible. people off. Like, but I do, yeah, hope, like, I do hope they do an adaptation of truth in some capacity. I think it would be really cool to see. There is no way they're calling that movie Red, White, and Black. No way that's happening. No, it wouldn't be a movie. I'm saying I, I think it would be not New World Order, but I think Red, White, and Black, because I think that's the subtitle to truth, like the, the Isaiah Bradley story. Right, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think which, I think it I mean, could go that because, way, which would be cool because you could also set up Patriot, which is another member of the Young Avengers. Well, so I think I, you have yeah. an opportunity for for a lot of that kind of stuff to kind of seed to seed that kind of storytelling. Yeah, and well, I, think, I think again, I think they eventually are coming to that, and that's when again, well, they'll do a Young Avengers project, and that's when again you'll get another Kang. And I bet you they do that storyline too, but they steal it from the Runaways. Where he ends up being like the bad guy in the, yep. in the by the yep. end. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Speaking of the Runaways, the Gifted, and um, Agents of Shield, um, you know, would you would we ever uh, have a world where those are uh, multiversal shows like they exist in canon somehow? I can believe. I, I believe they probably already are. I believe that. Agents of Shield is a would be a numbered universe out in the multiverse. Same with the Gifted. Same with 
right. the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger and what have you. I, I think the gift that it's like, I, and I see shows like that, I'm like, you had an opportunity because they kind of were obviously it was revolved around Strucker in a way, but like you also kind of had, wasn't Polaris in that show? Am I remembering wrong? No, she was. She was like the second lead, or she was the first yeah. lead, I think. Because I didn't and, really watch her. Was Magneto, was Magneto right? in the show? No. Which is kind of weird considering, you know. I think father, they did Charles again. Xavier. I could be wrong, but I think that was about as far as they got. And then also Legion, Maybe right? Legion. Which, Oh, and then Legion, yeah. Yeah, Legion. I forgot about Legion. Completely separate. So you think they're all completely separate? No. Yeah, I think that, again, I, th- and again, I think kind of the name of Daredevil is the name of the show. It's kind right. of a big clue to that, like Born Again. I think this is then basically saying, hey, this is a reboot. Like, we're doing this like different. Oh, it's a soft oh, reboot. oh, so, okay, yeah. By the way, wanted to talk to you about that because that's like one of the one things I re- actually really did want to talk to you about. Daredevil, uh, will it be a soft reboot, hard reboot, continuation, or uh, here's the okay? So here's the general rule, and just take this. This is the general rule with with both universes, DC and Marvel, and this is how what they're thinking uh, when they, when it comes to the multiverse, right? They are just gonna pick and choose whatever they want. And call it Marvel will be much more meticulous about this, but they're going to pick and choose whatever they want and call it the multiverse. So, like, if they're going to take a character from Agents of Shield, that character would have ex- have existed in the MCU in some fashion and may have had a similar past and similar uh, history to the same or instances that the Agents of Shield had, but it's not the same character. For same thing with Daredevil, they may have had similar experiences and they may have done similar things. But they're not the same exact character. Very Does that make sense, right? Yeah. So they're bringing, I, they're bringing, think, they, they, they've already introduced yeah. the whole, the whole variant thing. So it'll probably be like Daredevil seasons one and two or something like that happened. Because what I'm interested to determine is which of the two of them. Because I'm not sure if it's ever been formally stated in canon or formally stated in the MCU is whether or not. Uh, Gosh, Daredevil or Kingpin or both of them were blipped. Because that's what's because I've I've thought about like why Kingpin doesn't have his empire the way that he did at the end of Daredevil might have been because he was blipped. And he's right. basically or, when he comes back, he's trying to rebuild. And we're like by the way, by the end of the at the end of Daredevil, he would be in life in prison with like a hundred year like year life sentence. Like well, how yeah. is he even walking around and doing right, anything? Right. Like, in a Hawaiian means, uh, fucking shirt. Right, right, and 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 I mean, spoiler alert: rumor to be running for mayor, like in the future. So it's like I don't like, I don't think this is the same, same guy. And again, it gets confusing because yeah. you have you have Vincent D'Onofrio out there saying, "Well, like I based him, like I pretended like this was the same guy." Well, yeah, I think pretending and having and it actually be the canon is different. I think it's also going to be. I think it'll probably be like you said. It'll be picking bits and pieces, in the sense of it won't be officially. Hey. Daredevil season one and Daredevil season two are can it'll be okay here you know Daredevil fought the hand fought Kingpin Electra died this happened that happened but it's just not the same character right well but like for example there will be like a good comparison he wasn't, saying, to he wasn't saying f words during it and smashing people's face and doors and shit right right <laughs> and, and well I kind of like could um, could could the actual suit be the defining um 
separation between the two, right? I, I don't know because I think he's going to have different suits each each time he shows up. So, like, in She-Hulk, he's going to have one suit. And in Echo, he's going to have one suit. And then in his own show, he, he'll probably have a more I, traditional suit. I hope by Daredevil, I hope by Daredevil Born Again, I hope that he has a suit that's akin to what he's wearing during, like, freshman year. Because I like, I like the black, all the black suit designs that they've done for Daredevil. I, always I think that's what he's wearing in Echo. I hope so, because I love that. I love that kind of suit. I where don't black like, with red accents. Yeah, I don't like the yellow suit. It totally, it totally doesn't make sense. Like I think Which that one? shot in She-Hulk is a is a is, is a throw off. That suit, at least I heard that suit was red and yellow. And it if is. you follow, you can, it is you can right, see it like if, light, as he goes right? into the light. Yeah. Right. Okay. So and I wasn't his, crazy. His, I was like, wait, his, um, wait, 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 wait. Daredevil was seen in the trailer. Yeah, watch the She-Hulk trailer. What? Oh my god, are you kidding did me? You, did you pause? Did you right pause now. at the title? You paused at the title card, didn't you? Well, no. You clicked I... away at the title card, didn't you? He was the guy that rolls in front of the car, the zoom up. That's Daredevil in his well, red and well, yellow suit. Guys, guys, I was at a convention for. Oh, six, that's true. That's six true. Uh, and, six and hours yesterday, and I and and. I by the time I got home and did the stream last night, I could barely keep my eyes open, let alone comprehend what I was seeing. So and that's your why voice I, was shot. Oh my god! I woke up this morning and it was still gone. I I, I could I, I could hear I could hear you during that stream last night. I'm like, yep, that that's a guy who's been to a con. Yeah, because at I, the I end, just linked the uh, She-Hulk trailer in the private chat. By the way, if you want to give it a glance. Yeah, at the end of the con, I. I stood up on the table and I went, that's a wrap. And I yelled it as loud as I could and everyone clapped. And, uh, yeah, dude, that my voice gone after that moment. So, um, All right, hold on. before you, before you put this on, I'm going to tell you, I feel like they made this just to piss off the bucking geeks and gamers crew. And you'll see why. Right, first opening shot. <laughs> All right, one second. Let me get it pulled up. I, w- I wonder if the CGI. Uh... It looks way. Better. I think it looks better. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Trailer 2. Well. <gasps> wow, Jesus, what the hell, man? Still in control, no overwhelming feelings of rage. No, a normal amount of rage. You do revert back to Gen 4 when you sleep. Was the air horn really necessary? For comedy, absolutely. This is a multi-year journey you're about to embark on. Yes. Who's your best friend? Nikki. Spandex. So, guys, I want you to tell me when I need to pause. Spandex is your best friend. Being a Hulk asks for balance. You have so much more to learn. 
at all of these things. If you want to go back to life as a lawyer, I, I respect that. He doesn't mean that. So I just want to point out that she's breaking the fourth wall. Um, people have been saying, oh, uh, why is she breaking the fourth wall? And they have no idea that she did it in one of the most iconic runs of her books. Not only that, like, uh, again, I heard she has a scene or talks directly to Feige at one point, which sounds hilarious. Wait, wait, what? Like she breaks the fourth wall and talks directly to Kevin Feige at one point. No fucking way. I heard I that. Believe I don't know. Then again, yeah, but I, don't, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that a while ago. I still uh, want to see, like I said, I, I've had a running joke for years, but I want to see when Deadpool comes into the MCU, if he ever meets, if he ever meets Peter. I want him to just be, oh my gosh, Spider-Man. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan of yours since you were Tobey Maguire. What? No, it doesn't important. Gives him a hug. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't uh, it be funny if, if he met She-Hulk and they just both talked to the camera at the same time? Well, that's... Caught that, each other doing yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, imagine they both met, like, met each other, and they just both look out, and they're like, "Wait a she second. She Hulk and She Hulk and well, think about it. Do like a red and green. Do like a Deadpool She Hulk Christmas special. Red. You know, yeah. Deadpool She Hulk, uh, red and green with envy or something like that. You know. Toasty paws. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. Um, I heard there was going to be a little collab with Rick and Morty, but I'm not sure. I have no idea what that means. Uh, Rick and Morty with what? She Hulk is getting swift, getting swifty, I guess. Uh-huh. More and more eccentric superhumans are coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> We're going to launch a division for them, and I want the She Hulk to be the face of Jennifer Morris. Nice. Uh, I love seeing him back. So again, I was told that he. Pause. Sorry, I was told that he kind of steals every the show, season. right? Yeah, yeah. He's just like yeah. the best part of the whole show. Namaste, namago. And it, it, and for people to know, like this is a, supposed to be a straight up like comedy sitcom. So like expect it to be like just joke and silliness because I think that's kind of their entire intention. So if you're coming and thinking, this, yeah, if you're coming and thinking that this is gonna be like a serious like. Like introspective look at like what what it means to be a Hulk. I don't think you're gonna get that at all. Right. So she Hulk is on. She Hulk is on Tinder talking to the audience. If there ever wasn't, if there ever was an example of how this is like straight up a comedy, I, I thought the trailers. And this is not pointed to you, by the way, Casey. This is pointed towards the audience. Like that, so, those trailers alone, I think, should have been a great indicator that this is going to be just a genuinely like comedy funny show. Yeah. I mean, there's not going to be a fucking laugh track, but... Like Night Court with superheroes, basically. Yeah, I think that's exactly what they were kind of going. And it's supposed to be serialized, too. So, like, I think he talks about it here in a second, but her job is basically to represent, like, different, like, C-level, or C-D-Z-level superheroes or villains and all, like, the dumb shit that they do. Yeah, basically, superheroes and supervillains need legal representation. We're hiring you to do it. Yeah. Right. And so, then she, she'll be I, like the face because she's a superhero. And she most of everyone see, already I knows that she's She Hulk somehow. Well, what I want to know I see is. Gary Cole and, I want to see Gary Cole and Stephen Colbert in this show just throw the Harvey Bourbon references in here and there. That's what I need. What I want to know. I'm get a cookie bouquet. What I want to know is um, because she's having trouble. 
switching back, right? Like, she is having... No, I think they're just testing. I don't think she's having trouble. I think she's... For some reason, and I don't know, I don't know the origin, but I think in the comics she's like dying or something, and Bruce gives him her yeah transfusion. Yeah, so I assume that's what happens here at the very beginning too. I bet because again, it sounds like it's known very early on that she's She Hulk and yeah. uh, and all that stuff. Maybe it's like full on uh, anime isekai where it's just like, oh, you get hit by a truck, you know, and then your adventure begins. Yeah, right, or or right. it's like yeah, or she like or we're her origin story as uh as it goes along um and we hear it like in back in kind of backstory or whatever but uh i don't know where i was going anyways continue i don't i don't Um, i don't remember so well no 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 so um because you know people thought that she was going to mostly because there's a moment where she is on a date as she hulk Right. And she even takes the guy to bed as she Hulk. So is she Hulk all the time? And does this scene take place? Oh, can she control it? That's what. Yeah, I think she can. I think she can control it. No problem. Because I think she wants to exploit she Hulk and the the law firm wants to exploit she Hulk. And so they want to use that her fame as that character to to kind of. well, then why would she even do it? Why, like, why would she have sex, sex with him as She-Hulk? Because he probably, um, he probably, looked, up her, he probably looked, up, looked at her at Tinder on She-Hulk. So I'm sure part of the thing is, like, are people into me as, as oh, okay, Jennifer? Yeah. Or are they into me oh, as yeah, She-Hulk? Yeah, that, that even could be a good, like, my body, my choice, right? You gotta put like a, I guess if you want to go that, but you know, I'm not lying, I was going more But also, if any woman would go on a date, to be the domineering like person you know who was big and strong and, and could handle a dude no problem i don't i think they would take the opportunity at least once and you need to have the you need to have out. like a bit I, I think it'd be funny people will get some people will get this joke but the guy who's into she hulk they need to have him in his tinder profile likes resident evil 8 yeah i i by the way <laughs> deisha uh thank you for up- getting casey <laughs> Deisha, Deisha brings up a great point. So does Wong get to like take Abomination out on field trips? Because we see the same prison. Again, I think this leads into Thunderbolts. So I think that there's some kind of government rehabilitation program. That's what I think it's like converted. So is that why he's bringing him to underground fighting? Yeah, exactly. To train him, yeah. To be like, to hey, train we... him? yeah, because yeah. like, remember, like the idea for Thunderbolts is like we're gonna have a government, a superhero team that the government can essentially control. Yeah, and is in charge of something, so, like, something, something they couldn't achieve with the Avengers. Right. Maybe you that's had this why giant Wong. monster guy. And maybe that's why Wong is having the conflict with uh, with Jennifer because it's like he wants. You know, he sees that there's something coming, probably the multiversal war, and is trying to train a warrior, even if he's a criminal, to fight for the very sake of of this earth, right? And it's like, well, maybe for as far as moving him from place to place, it's like, well, I'm, you know, I'm a lawyer. We have to do this by, you know, by the book in the sense of law, right? Maybe it's something along those lines. I'm, I'm kind of here and there, but I'd imagine it's maybe it's something like that. And again, I think this is something that the multiverse saga is building up to, whereas 
the other saga was building up to this giant Avengers team. What I think the multiverse saga is doing is building up to these little, all these little pocket teams. So you'll have your Thunderbolts, you'll have your like uh, Captain America Avengers team, you know, that, that kind of core team. You'll have a young Avengers team. You may have like a lower level Avengers team or, or Midnight Suns like team, you know what I mean? And then they all come together in Secret Wars and that's your big kind of like that's the next big moment, culmination. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I think they're oh, doing. Yeah. And that's what, and even um, Fidey kind of hinted at this. He kind of said, hey, like Daredevil and Spider-Man, those are our street level. Like those are going to be our street level heroes. That's, that's going to represent our street Could level. Can you imagine? I just thought of something for Secret Wars. As far as, you know, those worlds colliding and, and, and being forced to fight for the sake of their own survival. Could you imagine if they if they do license out the characters from the other versions of these characters that have existed in previous films, if you literally have to have a scene where, for example, it's Tom Holland versus Andrew Garfield having to fight each other to be the last one standing when well, it comes to Spider-Man. Think about this. Think about this. Say that movie ends, like I said, and you have God, Emperor Doom, and he recreates the spider, the, the whatever, the, the universe and it's this giant battle world arena where it's a mix mash of all these different universal characters, right? Or these multiverse characters. And to give Tom, Tom Holland's contracts up, he's done 10 movies. To give him a break, you bring back someone like, or I would say probably Garfield at that point. You bring back Garfield and you do the adult Spider-Man saga, but you do it with Garfield instead of Holland. Ooh, great idea. That'd be great crazy idea. and interesting, but we'll, we'll see. Again... We have the roadmap. We just need to kind of start picking up the breadcrumbs in the next little while. Billy Robert, I just don't, like, with I the just don't know where you go after a multiverse. You know, what I mean, like they're gonna have they're they're gonna have a real hard time figuring that out. Like, who's your next big bag? And I know people want to say Galactus, but I just don't agree with that at all. I, I don't think Galactus, Galactus is like is in a... a big bad that you can yeah. that requires like all this this giant thing. You know what I mean? Like, and again, like yeah. how do you? How do you fight that? Like, how do you make that a movie? Like, he he just shows up. You know, what I mean? like yeah. it's not like you can. And the and the Fantastic Four make a weird gun and then they shoot him and then he goes away. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. So I yep. don't know. I don't know how you do that. You don't want to do Rise of Silver Surfer again, where you where that movie was yep. about essentially the Silver Surfer and Galactus was just kind of a weapon or whatever. But right, right. Uh, so I don't Billy, know how you do that. Billy Robert with the one ninety nine or the two dollars super chat. Uh, will Bruce be in Shielk for the whole show? Uh, Casey, um, uh, what do you think? Um, will he be in Shielk for the whole show? I, I, I don't know. I think once she goes to be a lawyer, I don't think he'll be in it that much. But I, as far as I know, he has a significant role, and we may or may not see other people who are related to him in the show. Awesome. 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 Uh, and on that note, guys, um, that is probably going to be uh, wrapping it up. I do have to make a trip. Um, and we're at the two hour mark, which is uh, 45 minutes past what I usually want to do. <laughs> so, um, guys, let's start it off um, like a ringer, like a ringer, like a ringer. Um, TW, if they want to continue the conversation, where? Can they find you? If you want to continue the conversation, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at TWK34 in the Chiron listed below. All right, all right, all right. And uh, can you can you say this line? 
Of course, because over at the Pop Culture Corner, we do it for you, and we do it for the culture. My man. All right, Casey, if they want to continue the conversation, uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at the Congress Kid on Twitter. All righty. And can you say the uh, can you say the phrase? I can't see it, so no, I can't. Say we I'm do sorry. it for you. We do it for the culture. We do it for you. We do it for culture. My man, my man, my man. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Um, it's been a pleasure. It's been uh, fun as it always is, guys. Make sure to like share subscribe um if you want to support the channel further you can become a member send a super chat or even after the fact um you can give a super thanks now and not to mention our store is now integrated with youtube so right below each video you can check out our merch um and that also supports the show now that it is integrated i will be um updating the store to have more relevant and you know kind of funnier shirts um, so it's going to be really cool. Uh, guys, you know, I love you. Um, you know, this is the best, uh, the, the best time, uh, that I, that I have is, is, is on the show with you guys. And, uh, until next time, uh, Doomcock, bring us out. You can't make this shit up. Yeah.